Hey everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I hope these podcasts are going through okay. They've made some adjustments on this app, and I'm not sure if the sound quality is the same. I hope that it is. Um, but they've made some changes, and it's a little been a little challenging occasionally lately for me to post my podcast. Um, I wanted to point out that I did go to dinner, or excuse me, lunch, the other day, like I said, I was going to with the people where my complex PTSD was created from. So like, and as I said, I don't recommend, you know, if you don't, if you got away from the person that abused you, obviously stay away from them. Uh, my situation, there were just very specific things that happened that led to me opening up communication, which I, I wouldn't recommend. Um, but in my particular situation, you know, everybody's different and it's how it ended up working. Um, and it's a, it's a delicate balance, I will say. Um, it was interesting because during the lunch, what I've talked about on here before, the event, Um, It was actually brought up, which was kind of strange. Um, And also, the person, whenever I wrote my play, um, the person who was the character of Aunt Lucy, um, she actually contacted us while we were eating and requested a picture of us. So we took a picture together, which we haven't done in a long time. Um, I just thought it was interesting timing. But... um, I wanted to share another recipe on here with you guys since tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I'm going to share an easy recipe. It's something that I make a lot. It's my meatball recipe. But I also wanted to talk about, um, I guess, the importance of following your instincts. Um, Lately, there's been something that I've been involved with. It's It's actually a nationally known case going on, and I don't want to say too much just because of the sensitivity of it, but it's something that I think everybody is hearing about right now, and I decided to go with my instincts, and I actually left a tip on their tip their tip phone line, um, if you have a tip regarding the case, and I did, I had a very specific tip, because I was going with my instincts in regards to a particular interest that one of the people had and how I think it relates a lot to the case. So if I bust a case wide open, um, you know, and I I end up on national news for helping solve a case, I'll let you know at that point what it was. But I literally did. I emailed them and I said, have you guys noticed the similarities with this? And I went into detail and explained it. But I just wanted to talk about, you know, if you... Sometimes it's... We can be wrong when we follow our instincts. Um... I've been wrong. Sometimes I make assumptions. Sometimes I don't look at everything with a 100% clear lens. So it's always good to have people um, playing like devil's advocate or, you know, counter, countering your argument. Um, it's really good to have that debate. Uh, and it's good to be ready for those, you know, questions or comments. But I think it's really good to trust your instinct, trust your gut. My gut's usually pretty accurate, and it's more accurate if I'm observing something that relates to trauma 
or something that relates to abuse or people who are behaving in certain ways because they were abused. You know, my, my gut instinct's very strong on that because obviously I have complex PTSD from trauma so and abuse. So, you know, I think we're, our senses are heightened sometimes when we've been through certain things and we can just kind of sniff things out. And I just highly recommend doing that. That's most of my message for this podcast. Um, I'm going to be doing classes tomorrow online since I already celebrated Thanksgiving. Um, and I don't think I'll do a podcast tomorrow. I doubt I will because I'm going to be trying to get about 10 hours worth of classes done for my license renewal. And then I'm just going to share this recipe and that's going to be the end of the podcast. Um, and so the it's a meatball recipe. This is from a cookbook that my great aunt gave me. She's the aunt who I was the pallbearer a little over a year ago at her funeral. Um, she was an artist. She was really neat. She was a really neat person. She was in her 90s when she passed away. Um, and she, this is a cookbook she gave me years ago when I was in culinary school. And it's a tennis foundation. So it's people that are were in a local tennis foundation. I guess like a, it was in memory of a couple of people who passed away. One of them was my old gym teacher um, when I was in grade school. But it's a, a cookbook in memory of these two people who passed away on a, um, I think they were hit riding their bicycles. They were in a car, or a car hit them, excuse me. And so these people did their recipes in memory of them. And I think it was a way to raise money originally. They sold these for money or something. I, I'm not quite sure. But um, it's a meatball recipe. It's one pound of hamburger, a half a teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce, and it might be a half a tablespoon. The way this is written, it's a little confusing. But I would just say a half a teaspoon. A half a cup of breadcrumbs. And the funny thing is, I didn't realize you can you buy bread crumbs and they're tiny little crumbs I used to literally like pull bread apart the way you'd feed a duck and to me that was a breadcrumb so I used to mix it wrong and it came out kind of funky once I realized you buy breadcrumbs I was like oh this is this is a lot better <laughs> um, a quarter cup of milk one 12 ounce jar of chili sauce I will say I use sweet baby raised barbecue sauce and I mix it with a jar of grape jelly, um, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of parsley, one third cup of onion chopped. I don't put onion in mine. I'm not a fan of onion unless it's just used for cooking a stew, but I don't mix it in with my food. And it says one egg, and if I'm not mistaken, I think I tend to use two eggs so it holds, to, holds together better. It says mix hamburger, salt, Worcestershire sauce, and I tend to put a little bit more Worcestershire sauce in there, so I think I usually put like a almost a tablespoon. Uh, mix hamburger, salt, Worcestershire sauce, parsley, breadcrumbs, chopped onion, milk, and egg in a bowl. Roll into balls and brown in skillet or oven. And you literally just brown the, the outside just a little bit because they can easily get too brown, so it's a pretty quick process. Meanwhile, in a pan or crock pot, and I use a crock pot, heat the chili sauce and grape jelly. So the Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce and grape jelly, I heat that like an hour before I put all this in there. And then you add meatballs to sauce and let it heat. And I think it says place crock pot on low for several hours. I think I usually do, I would say three and a half hours, if I'm not mistaken, maybe more. 
but it makes a really nice amount. And if you want more, I think last time I did it, I did two pounds of hamburger. So you just double all the recipe and I probably did three eggs. So I just wanted to share that because that's a recipe. Every time I make it, it always comes out good. It's never been bad. I made it for my colleagues like a year ago and they loved them. They're just really delicious. So I wanted to share that and just kind of get back to you guys real quick. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.